0: mere words cannot tell of its wondrous taste color and marvelous smell oh geez that does not sound like fun <laughs>
1: no that sounds like a nightmare
2: all of our hot chicken wings in one bucket yeah
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but what do i know <laughs>
0: after eating this dish they're not responsible yeah, yeah.
1: you have to sign a waiver like, oh, yeah. no. if you see god that's not my problem <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. We are starting a new themed month and this is the first episode. And this month we are doing all things hot in honor of the end of the Northern Hemisphere summer. And I'd also like to remind you that we are now in season two where we have fun new formats, new facts, outrageous lies. But as always, the premise is the same. Our quizmaster will present you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. So today our quizmaster is Soups. Say hi, Soups. Hello. Soups <laughs> <laughs> will be presenting us with four big facts on spicy foods. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Tanner, in trying to figure out which one of his facts is a lie.
0: That's correct.
1: Okay. So do you have a low hanging fruit for us? We do, we do. All um, right.
0: All right. So a low hanging fruit you asked for. Yeah. Okay. I hope. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. What is the most popular spice in the world?
1: Uh, oh, man, oh, that boy. is not a low hanging fruit <laughs> at all. That is fruit I have to work for as I like, <laughs> climb up this tree. Oh, my God, in the whole world?
2: Yeah. Most popular spice. Um, most used. Most sure. popular. Oh. My.
1: Black pepper, I guess.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, cumin.
1: Nice. That's a good one.
2: And Tanner has it. Yes. I love cumin, cumin
1: is so the right much. answer.
0: It's so good. I understand why. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Cumin is the best.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Quick question Where do you guys stand on spicy food? Do you love when water's coming out of your yeah. nose? Yes.
1: Yeah. If I'm not sniffing by the end of my meal, I'm upset. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: I always like to have a little hot sauce
2: somewhere oh, yeah. nearby right. in case I need to bump it up a level. Yeah. I'm definitely into the Scoville. Yeah. yeah, definitely a fan of the spice. Yeah. It's in your blood, right? You're definitely a fan of the spice. Yeah. I love it.
1: The spice must flow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Had to get that in there. All right. Okay, fact number one. The sriracha hot sauce was actually an invention of a home cook in Thailand.
2: Hmm. All right. I'm familiar with this hot sauce. It has the chicken on it, right? It's the rooster sauce or yeah. something like that. It's pretty good. It's not my go-to, but it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's fine.
2: It's very popular in the West, right? In California. So I wouldn't exactly. be surprised if it was made by someone in America and then marketed as Asian. Like right? Chinese food. Like Chinese food right. or Chinese fortune cookies and things like this. Yeah.
0: Okay, you are very close to what the real story is. We'll get to that in a sec. Okay. Sriracha is actually one of my favorite hot sauce. And you're right, this is available. This is like, mm-hmm. you know, there was a boom in US. And at one point, I think in the mid 2000s, there was like a shortage of this sauce oh, wow. because people were madly in love with it. Yeah, And sriracha is actually two words. It's C mm-hmm. and racha. Okay. And it's a small coastal town in Thailand. And there was this home cook called... Thanom Chakapok. And she started making this garlicky sauce in the 1940s. Mm -hmm. And everyone who tried it instantly fell in love with the sauce. Mm -hmm. Cut to 1970s. A Vietnamese immigrant lands up. In the West Coast, Mm -hmm. his name is David Tran, and he started selling some hot sauce of his own. He took inspiration from this Thai recipe and in order to pay homage to the original, called it Sriracha. Mm -hmm. Mm And he named his company Hui Fong, which was the name of the ship that brought him to U.S. US. Oh, okay. And you talk about the rooster. He mm-hmm. put rooster because rooster was the sign, the year of his birth. That oh, the... like the zodiac symbol. Exactly. Okay. According to Chinese calendar. So for uh-huh. good luck, he put it there. Nice. Hui Fong Siracha. Of course, there were many copycat brands, yeah. but I think this is the most mm-hmm. popular one, the most easily recognized. Mm-hmm. This David Tran never trademarked the name and the symbol
1: oh okay cool that kind of makes sense I mean this is a bone I have to pick with a lot of famous chefs and cooks and how like in most cultures traditionally food is prepared by women right so if you think about all of these traditional recipes and things they were invented by women Mm -hmm. and women have been making them for hundreds of years yeah But it's always, whenever it becomes international or famous, it's always a man who does it. And so the idea that this comes from just a woman who is just making food for herself and her village and her family, that sounds pretty (laughs) believable to me.
2: That checks out. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll find out later. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, this might be a lie. But that bit of it uh, is very par for the course, Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's move on to spice or fact number two. All, all, right. Right. all right. Fact number two The spiciest curry on the planet, fall curry, originated in Birmingham, UK. Okay. Hmm.
2: This has got to be the
0: second blandest cuisine after Polish food, <laughs> is <the> UK
2: food. <laughs> sorry, England. Your yeah. food is bland.
0: Sorry at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. A big caveat. No one in India or Bangladesh actually eats this curry. Mm. Okay. So this is actually spicier than vindaloo. Vindaloo is actually the spiciest curry that you'd get in the subcontinent.
1: Okay. So is it kind of like manufactured hotter? Yes. Like on purpose?
0: This fall curry can range somewhere between 1 million to 2.2 million Scoville. Just for reference, a jalapeno Mm -hmm. is about 3,000 scovilles. (laughs) Wow. And for our listeners, scoville is a measurement of pungency. Mm -hmm. That's the scale that we use to measure peppers, how Mm -hmm. hot they are. So yeah. That's a lot of jalapenos in there. (laughs) (laughs) There's no jalapeno in whole curry, but yeah. yeah. How do they get it that hot though? Yeah, that's what we are getting into. So the curry contains more than 10 types of pepper. Oh, Brick Lane Curry House in East Village in New York City serves so this dish and the chef has to wear a gas mask uh, while okay. preparing the dish. Wow. Yeah. Not only that, they make you sign a form Mm. that if something (laughs) happens to you after eating this dish, they're not responsible. Yeah, Yeah.
1: you have to sign a waiver. Uh, If you see God, that's not my (laughs) problem.
0: I mean, the legend actually goes this dish was invented in the curry houses in Birmingham when drunk British dudes wanted to show off their their Uh curry eating skills and demanded something spicier than (laughs) vindaloo. The chefs came up with adding all types of peppers. Wow. Can I just tell you, I don't think what you can taste when you have soup, you know? That's
1: that's my thing with spices. Like, I love spicy food, but it needs to be flavorful. Like, Mm -hmm. if it's just spicy just to hurt me, like, who cares? Like, I don't know when somehow masculinity got attached to your ability to eat spicy food somehow. But like, to me, it's got to be flavorful. Right. Otherwise, why are you doing this?
2: It's just punishing yourself. It's just... Measuring your masculinity. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're,
1: you're measuring your pepper, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that's yeah. stupid. Yeah.
0: Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We ready for fact number three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Fact number three. It takes about seventy-five thousand flowers to produce one pound of saffron.
1: Okay. Whoa.
0: That's a lot of flowers.
1: I've heard about saffron and the harvesting. They're related to crocus flowers.
0: That is correct.
1: Yeah.
2: They're these yellowish, orange, really right. expensive flowers, right? Yes. Have you tried saffron?
1: Yes, of course. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
2: I think so. I never bought it as a spice. Yeah, right. no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It is one of the most expensive
0: spices.
1: You also don't need a lot.
0: No. Oh, so it's... Pungent. Yeah. It's actually very flavorful. Okay. So it's spicy in the sense that it is a spice that gives a lot of flavors, Uh. but you will not have water coming out of your nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. So saffron or saffron is the world's most expensive spice. Saffron is made from the stigma of the saffron crocus Mm flower. And the production process is very labor intensive and you need a lot of land to grow that's making it the most expensive yeah and all of these threads that are used to make the saffron need to be handpicked wow
1: yeah they're like little threads and these flowers too if you don't know crocus flowers they're like only as big as your thumb or like a little bigger so like you can imagine having to get in there and grab the little little teeny
2: so like very close to the ground yeah very very delicate yeah oh geez that does not sound like fun
1: No, that sounds like a nightmare.
0: That's why it has to be handpicked. Yeah, saffron is an Arabic word, which means yellow. Also, you just need a few strands of saffron to use it in your dish. Okay. In India, saffron is primarily used in desserts. Oh. -hmm. In Spain, it's used in paella. Ah, cool! Wow.
1: Yeah, if you look close, the crocus flowers that grow here in Poland, Poland is quite famous for these flowers. They're yellow, they're yellow orange. Mm-hmm. So they're not red. So they're not the right kind. Yeah. You can't, I don't know. Maybe you can eat them. I don't maybe. know. Too yeah. spicy for Polish people, though. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, throughout our episode, we've really talked a lot about spices in Poland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So which means, are you ready for fact number four? Oh, yeah. All right. Fact number, number four. four Hunter stew or bigos is the Polish dish. With the highest number of spices Bigos is
2: uh, I'm very familiar with this dish, but not because of eating it. I just always see it on every single yeah. menu.
1: I don't really like it.
2: Every poll I know has an opinion on it, but mm-hmm. I right uh, I definitely order other things on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried Bigos?
1: Of course, of course. okay. I mean, I like sauerkraut right sure but I don't like meat. So and soups and soups. I don't well, I <laughs> Only like, the soups. Like <laughs> soups. <laughs> soups is the only soup I like.
2: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't really like stews. OK. So this yeah. doesn't appeal to me.
2: Yeah. All right. I'm mostly intrigued by the name yeah. Hunter's Stew. Sounds like my sort of thing. Pigos sounds interesting. And if you told me that it had the highest number of spices. Oh, man, that would
0: catch my attention. OK. Yeah. In the pots warmed the bigos. Mere words cannot tell of its wondrous taste, color and marvelous smell. One can hear the words buzz and the rhymes ebb and flow, but it's content no city digestion can know. <laughs> I know you want to say that I came out with these lines. Oh Tenor. I know you're dying to oh my god. These are the lines from the last great epic poem in European literature, Pantadeusz. I was going to say, is that from Pantadeusz? <laughs> Written yes. by Poland's great poet and visionary Adam Mickiewicz.
1: Their poet laureate. Yes, he's like the poet laureate of like three different countries. Yeah, exactly. everyone wants a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a dumbick. Yeah, yeah. We
0: are not going to talk about <laughs> Lithuania here. No, no. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, bigos is a historic Polish dish mm-hmm. that contains sauerkraut, cabbage, meat, vinegar, lemons, lime, gooseberries, raisins, pepper, cinnamon, and other spices. Mm. Strong flavor is often a characteristic of this dish. It's usually a one-pot dish consumed Mm -hmm. during winter. Mm -hmm. And Polish food, as we have summed up throughout our discussion, (laughs) isn't really known for their spices apart from bigos because it contains so many different items and spices that are used to add depth. Uh Mm -hmm. The secret to bigos is actually to cook it a few days earlier. Mm-hmm. prior to eating it the oldest polish cookbooks from the 1600s they contain the recipes for bigos and it's been passed down since uh-huh. then okay mm-hmm. at some point actually crayfish was used to prepare but now it's mostly meat mm. also salt should never be used because sauerkraut already has a lot of salt okay, so yeah mm-hmm. wow And those were my four facts about spicy food.
1: All right. So could you repeat those four facts before Tanner and I take a guess at which one is a lie?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the four spicy facts are fact number one the sriracha hot sauce was actually an invention of a home cook in Thailand. Fact number two, the spiciest curry on the planet, fall curry, originated in Birmingham, UK. Fact number three, it takes about 75,000 flowers to produce one pound of saffron. And fact number four, hunter stew or bigos is the Polish dish with the highest number of spices.
1: What are you thinking? <sighs> Any ideas?
0: My
2: initial guess was sriracha is an American thing, not an Asian thing. I think they are capitalizing on exotic food trends. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm also skeptical of number one. Yeah. I think it's just more normal. I think that's why there's so many of this sriracha sauce. Uh-huh. I thought sriracha was the pepper, Okay, but what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> it's very reasonable that I'm completely wrong about that but the whole idea of it being, we'll say stolen from just traditional cuisine prepared by women and then commercialized, that part's very believable. Yeah. Fact number four is also I'm very skeptical of. However, it sounds so much like a fact Polish people would say. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly the kind of thing yeah. that they say. Probably there are other f- foods that has more spices, but like who counts the number of spices <laughs> in a dish? That's the most Polish thing I've ever Poles. heard. <laughs> <Poles do>. <laughs> <laughs> and we say this affectionately. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what are you? What are you going to go with? I'm
2: going to go with the sriracha.
1: Oh. I want to go You want to go to the sriracha? Okay, we just, fine. We could just both go for one.
2: Oh, boy. All our eggs in one basket?
1: Yeah, all of our rooster eggs in one basket. <laughs> <laughs> rooster stone eggs.
2: <laughs> all of our hot chicken wings in one bucket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking, maybe you got me on the Polish one.
1: You are the most Polish among us.
2: It's True. I'm going to go with my roots and say that bigos is not the spiciest Polish dish.
1: And I'll go with sriracha.
0: Wow. You guys completely discarded fact number two and three. Yes. Which you did for the right reasons because both of them were completely true. All right. Andy, you mentioned that fact number four is the most Polish thing that you could have heard of. Yeah. Uh, you know. I live in Poland. Yeah. I, I consider now myself a semi-polish. <laughs> so I came up with you that fact. That, yes. I don't, yeah, that sounds I was like, like very Polish. What would a pole think? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly like I recreated a Polish person. that. Yeah. And actually, the only spice used in modern day bigos is pepper.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I was a little thrown off by cinnamon.
0: Yeah. So the recipe that I told you, which contains vinegar, lemons, lime, gooseberries, raisins is actually the original recipe from the 17th century. Okay. That would be completely inedible in today's time. Okay.
1: Yeah, I thought gooseberries was weird.
0: That sounds pretty good, I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely, I should have known that you would invent the fact about Poland because come on, of
2: course. Should have known.
1: Really should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month, and you can get access to special features such as early access to episodes or merch. So if you'd like to do that, you can join our other patrons at patreon.com ishk, and be on the lookout for other episodes in our hot themed months. And as always, thanks for listening. All the offense to British people, (laughs) especially the English.